Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sisters Podcast. Today's episode is episode number four of our new season in uh, 2022. And today is Tuesday, January 25th. And we are very glad to have you with us today. My name is Lee Laird, and I'm here with my sister, Margie Schaefer, thus the Sisters Podcast. And uh, Margie has some things that she is going to share with us from a book entitled Stand All the Way Up. Stories of st- staying in it when you want to burn it all down. <laughs> that sounds funny. Okay. Well, welcome to everyone. And uh, this has been on my heart for a long time. Um, this little book is by a woman named Sophie Hudson. And um, she's written several books. And her books are all laugh out loud yeah. kind of books. She is a believer. And, of course, she brings the Lord and her relationship with Jesus into whatever she's writing about. She and her friend, Melanie, have a podcast that has a really far reach, and uh, they live in two different parts of the country. Sophie lives in Alabama, Birmingham, and Melanie lives in Texas, but somehow they do this podcast. Hmm. You know, I think they each have their own little spot in their house, and they talk to each other and... Just connect and... Yeah. 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 but I really appreciate this book. It was one of those books I just wanted to read just for fun. And this particular story, which comes out of the Word of God, I uh, shared with our leaders this past fall when we regathered after a very long mm-hmm. hiatus due to the COVID pandemic and uh, just tried to use this to encourage everyone that was there for the meeting. So if you can imagine this Southern lady (laughs) with a heavy accent uh, telling this story, but um, I'll just read it and I hope and pray it encourages you. She starts out by reading out of Exodus 17, 9 through 13, if you want to follow along in your Bibles. Um, Moses said to Joshua, select some men for us and go fight against Amalek. I should let you read this, and then I'll, I'll oh, read the okay. rest. Okay, okay. Um, so I'll just start again. Select some men for us to go and fight against Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the hilltop with God's staff in my hand. Joshua did as Moses had told him and fought against Amalek while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. While Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed, but whenever he put his hand down, Amalek prevailed. When Moses' hands grew heavy... They took a stone and put it under him, and he sat down on it. Then Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady until the sun went down. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his army with the sword. Doesn't she have a wonderful voice over voice? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the author goes on. She says, now I know I'm normally pretty chatty and prone to chasing a narrative rabbit. But for the sake of not taking 16 paragraphs to tell you why I think this particular passage is so instructive, I'm going to just number a few of my initial observations. She calls it, Behold the Efficiency. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, Moses was God's chosen man to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. He had the staff of God with him, and that staff was a wonder-working rod which had summoned the plagues of Egypt and under which Israel had passed out of the house of bondage. Even still, Moses did not go up that hill alone. Neither should we. Hmm. 
Number two, Moses took Aaron, who was his brother, and her up the hill with him. He knew that he was going to need them, and he knew he could count on them for support. We also need to be wise about who goes up the hill with us. Mm -hmm, That's good. When tough times hit, when we're in a battle, we want people with us who are trustworthy, loving, and loyal. This requires discernment, and Moses had it. Aaron and her were his guys. Number three, Aaron and her could have gotten into deep conversation and ignored whatever was going on with Moses. They could have given a play-by-play of the battle below them. (laughs) But instead, they paid attention to the circumstances. The Israelites clearly were in better shape when the staff was raised. So Aaron and her focused on supporting Moses. They found a stone for him to sit on, and they raised his arms when he was too weak to hold them up to himself. It was exactly what Moses, and by virtue of that, The Israelites needed at that time because don't miss this. When you help one person, that care will ripple throughout your community. Oh, that's good. Why don't you go ahead and read number four? When we love and help our friends without any agenda, it spurs them on just like Moses' staff spurred on the Israelites. The help we offer each other encourages people we don't even know are watching. Maybe you're not fighting the Amalekites. But you might be fighting a war with selfishness, a war with family brokenness, or a war with injustice in your community. If we help each other, we have a better chance for victory. Go ahead and read the last Number five. Like Moses, you have a staff. I mean, not a literal one, probably, though, if you're into shepherding, then consider this sentence a virtual high five. (laughs) But for you, but you for sure have a God-given something that enables you to lead and serve and help God's people. Maybe it's accounting or teaching or organizing or cooking or compassion or gentleness or patience or singing or whatever, but you have a staff. And she says, remember that, please, and thank you. So here's the deal. Moses was God's chosen man. He could have easily refused help. He could have pretended all would be well, and he could have gone up that hill alone. On top of that, Aaron and her could have ignored Moses' need for help. They could have said, All righty, Mr. Staff of God, walk (laughs) up that hill and do your thing. You're God's man, right? Have at it. But victory required some teamwork. And this is where I am convinced that we have to do a better job helping each other. And first of all, we have to do a better job seeing each Mm, other. That's good. That's profound. When we see our brothers and sisters who are fighting for something that matters, we walk up the hill with them. When they're raising the staff, so to speak, as they fight and pray, we come alongside them just like Aaron and her did for Moses, just like Moses did for Joshua. And when they're weary and they're tired and they're unsteady, we stand beside them. We give them a place to rest. We lift their arms and we fight with them. For way too long, she says, I was so focused on my own life, my own needs, my own comfort, that I neglected to see much less help in battles all around me. But the way it was isn't the way it has to be. 
it isn't the way it should be. So you know what? It's time to walk up some hills. That's good. That's good. Great analogies. And, you know, we all have a staff and we all have people we can help. And um, we all have some hills we can walk up. I, people. I loved her insight into that passage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many of us are familiar with Aaron and her and how they held up the arms of Moses in the battle right. and all of that. But the fact that he didn't walk up that hill alone. alone. Mm-hmm. And that to me is the big lesson in all of that that we just read and shared is we all need each other. Mm-hmm. We need mm-hmm. community. We need someone we can go to and say, hey, could you pray with me about this? Right, or right. can we get together and talk about mm-hmm, this? Or, mm-hmm. you know, the community is just so important, no matter what you're going through. Right. And um, that's what I think we all need to take away from that little reading. And again, it's still the first month of the mm-hmm. new year. Mm-hmm. And for many people after this, pandemic quarantine shutdown they're re-entering life right they're heading back to church to work to school to whatever and i just want to encourage that um Mm -hmm. you know you're going to find encouragement and community as you move out beyond your four walls and as Mm -hmm. you ask the lord to give you eyes to see Mm -hmm. those in your midst who need help and need encouragement that's good That's good. And if there's anything we saw through this whole pandemic, it's that we truly do need community because we were in isolation for so long. And um, so it is so necessary. And but a new perspective and, you know, eyes to see and seeing, you know, looking for the needs instead of just kind of focused inward. So that's a good word. That's a good word. Well, thank you for joining us on this uh, episode four of the Sisters podcast. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you guys next time. Bye-bye.